you a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. And I am Miss Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited to have you joining with me today. And speaking of today, this empowerment session will consist of the topic, The Unlimited Woman. And we're going to discuss four elements of releasing your limitations. And today I have the pleasure of joining with me, Dr. Anita Jackson, who we co-author in anthropology together before, so I'm so excited to finally just engage with her and share her wealth of knowledge with the audience today. So let's give a warm welcome to Dr. Anita Jackson. So welcome, Miss Anita, Dr. Jackson. I don't know what to call you because you are so phenomenal. <laughs> so today, I'm going to begin. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to begin by allowing Dr. Anita Jackson to introduce her. So do you want to share a little bit about yourself, Miss Anita? Uh, we are glad to um, listen. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. I know that you are making <laughs> such a powerful impact of women around the world. I'm honored thank to you. be here. So um, to kind of tell you a little bit about myself, I'll start off with all the fun stuff that's on the outside, and then I'll go a little bit deep and tell you who Anita really is behind oh. all the things that I've accomplished. So um, I, you know, formally have a background as a marriage and family therapist and an organizational psychologist. That's what my doctorate's in. So I have, you know, information and training on personal development as well as um, business development or success mastery is what I call it. Awesome. Did that for 26 years. Um, really made an impact in that way. I'm also um, a feminine success coach, really empowering women to become successful by releasing those limiting beliefs and thoughts. We'll talk a little bit more about what that means and what that is awesome. um, a little bit later. Um, but, you know, helping them release those limiting thoughts that hold them back from being who God designed them to be, mm -hmm. unlimited, and experiencing the abundance that's divinely and rightfully a part of their birthright, that's mm -hmm. theirs. And then if they are women entrepreneurs, helping them really become strategic. It's, I am amazed how many women entrepreneurs do not have a business plan or even a strategic plan for their business so that they can mm -hmm. actually create a strong, long-lasting, lucrative a business that actually makes money so they can actually move forward in creating a legacy for themselves, for their family, community, and eventually changing the world because of who they are in mm -hmm. their personal life and their business. I'm, you know, a publisher of um, two magazines. I am enough, the Unlimited Woman. The Unlimited Woman is wow. our newest magazine, and a publisher of several books. You know, I have two more books coming out. One that's finally my own, my own in the sense of I'm the only author in this book, and mm -hmm. um, been a part of nine other best-selling books, four of which are mine, and five of which are being a co-author, like the one you and I were in, Lisa, right. co-authoring mm -hmm. that particular <laughs> book. So I love writing. Um, senior executive producer of my own yeah. radio show, The Unlimited Woman, mm -hmm. and on my own online TV show, Outrageous Success Women TV, wow. and then we're launching the new one, The Unlimited Woman TV. So I have all these little things on the outside. My friends tease me all the time and say, you're like a little mini at Oprah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I never even thought of it that way. Yes. But I just did what, you know, God called me to do. Right. So that's the outside part. It looks great. It looks wonderful. Right. When someone looks at my resume and my accomplishment, that's who I am. But then if you take all that uh, away mm -hmm. and you remove the mask and you just look at Anita, 
Mm-hmm. I'm a woman who's still in progress. I'm a woman right. who's still in healing. Um, my own journey of not believing I was good enough, not believing I was pretty enough, not believing I was smart enough, that was probably the biggest one. Really mm-hmm. thinking I'm not smart because I don't think the way most people do. It takes me longer to process information. Um, something's wrong with me. Um, when I spoke, people looked at me funny, so I internalized that as I'm not speaking well, I'm stupid, something's wrong. So all those little I'm not good enough messages were running around inside me pretty much most mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. until, you know, God's source and spirit decided, okay, we have to start working on this one. <laughs> yeah. she, she's got She's got a bigger calling on her life, but her mindset's in the wrong place. And so um, I started to work on a college campus and really started seeing how this message of I'm not enough was playing mm-hmm. out in almost every woman's mindset, her belief system. She may not be saying those exact words of I'm not enough, but it was mm-hmm. still showing up in other ways. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. And Dr. Jackson, I am, I'm in awe. Go right ahead. Yeah. So that I, there's something in me that is not comfortable with, other women and men, but since I know I'm called to, to work with and minister to and support mentor women, there's something in me that's not comfortable seeing a woman not knowing her worth. There's something in me that mm. literally I have a wow. very powerful visceral experience when I hear a woman saying, well, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. This is, I'm not good at this. Um, this is difficult for me. Something in me clicks in very very deep in my spirit that says, I'm not willing to allow you to continue to live your life believing that you're not good enough. If you're going to stay around me, you're going to change. And I don't mean like I'm going to try to control you, but I'm going to pull the gifts and the talents and the the ability that I know without Mm -hmm. a shadow of a doubt in my mind, I know every woman is designed to live an abundant, unlimited, powerful, lucrative, luxurious type of life. I know yeah. it. I'm convinced of that, which is why I do what I do. Yeah. And so, and, and I, I get the results. I know my clients say, you've helped me shift my mindset. Because you and I know, mindset is everything. It's everything. And mindset, let, let, me, let me make sure people understand what mindset is. Because that word's thrown around a lot, but no one really breaks it down to what it really is. Right. So your mindset includes what you think, so your thoughts. It includes what you believe. And a belief, real quickly, a belief really is just a statement, an acceptance of a statement that's true. So somehow, some way, even if it's negative, you have believed that this statement is true. That's what a belief is. So mindset, your mindset is your thoughts, and you have about 67,000 thoughts. (laughs) While a man has about 20 to maybe 30 thousand thoughts a day Mm -hmm. a woman has 45 to 60 thousand thoughts a day like so our brain is really on fire all the time and there's a reason why so there's more scientific reasons why we have more thoughts than men do um biologically they put it that way so your thoughts your feelings and your emotions so feelings and emotions are actually different feelings are what you experience on the outside emotions are what you experience on the inside Mm-hmm. Think of emotions as energy in motion. So it's an energy that's actually moving through your body that as it continues to run through your body and creates a neurological pathway in your mind, it triggers a feeling. Yes. So you have an emotion and then it has a feeling. Does that make right. sense? Yes, ma'am. Perfect. So your, your, so your mindset, again, is your thoughts, your beliefs, your 
um, feelings, your emotions, and then your behaviors. All of those things are going to come together to a behavior or an action. Something's going to come of the way you think, feel, and pee. So imagine if you are believing you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you'll never be able to get out of the situation, you'll never have more than what you want. You've conditioned your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions to create what's called a neurological pathway in your brain that now is conditioned to think that way pretty much forever until you just decide to change it. Right. So my intention, something in me says, I know that neurological pathways can be changed. There's enough research, there's enough scientific stuff that says it can be changed. It is a challenge, but if you hear the right information on a regular basis, it's even like the word God says, faith comes by hearing. Okay, well, same thing happens. So does your belief system. It comes by what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. Whether you're hearing it on the outside, someone is saying it to you, or you're hearing it from the inside, you're saying Mm -hmm. it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And guess whose words has more power? Ours. Ours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And typically what happens is we'll we'll take someone else's message and then we'll own it, we'll we'll believe it as a statement of truth, and then once we start believing it as a statement of truth, it becomes ours and it just strengthens that mindset, that thought. So I... I, my heart's desire is to help women release those limiting, and that word limit, it, it really is a disgusting word to be honest with you. <laughs> and maybe it's just me that says, I don't like it. No. <laughs> I don't like this word. Go right ahead. It's like, it's like the word guilt. I, I can't stand this word because most women say, I feel so guilty, and I'm like, you have the wrong understanding of guilt. It's not guilt. I'll come back to that in a second. So okay. the word limit basically means bond. It means to bond. It's a bond. Yes. <laughs> it means a restriction. It means um, it's a. It also means control. So something is bonding you to, or keeping you, or restraining you from whatever. Right. So if you have a limiting belief about yourself, it's a, it's keeping you bondaged yes. to something that you can't have. Yes. It's holding you back from actually experiencing. Let me put it. Let me come a different direction. Imagine if you are in a straitjacket. You're now bound that you can't even receive the very thing that you want to receive. Yes. So if you are setting these intentions, you're setting these goals, you're wanting to make these um, improvements in your life, and yet you have a belief system, a limiting belief system, that I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, whatever the, the statement may be, then you are bounding yourself. There's like this invisible cord that's wrapping you up preventing you from actually receiving the very thing that you're trying to manifest in, call in, pray about, um, speak to the four winds, right. or whatever, mm-hmm, speaking mm-hmm. Does, whatever the situation may be. If you're trying to call it in, you won't even be able to receive it because you've been bound by your own beliefs, your mindset, wow. your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your behaviors. So once we can untie that, we lose the bounds, we lose the restraints so that you can receive the very thing that God wants you to have in your life. That is so powerful, Miss Anita, especially the part where you're saying that we, once we become unlimited or break away from those bounds and those restraints, that God can show his ultimate power in our life. And then another right. point that I really can appreciate that you said was that how that the woman, as a woman, you too are even in yourself. And I think that what I've experienced over the years is that we as woman, women, especially when 
we're trying to explore our businesses or we're trying to create our mm-hmm. ideas or bring those things into fruition that we we forget that it's okay to be vulnerable and in that vulnerability right. that vulnerability we have to be able to talk about that brokenness because how are oh, yeah. we yeah how are we expecting others to be authentic and show them our true their true selves when we too are acting as if we've already so overcome that we've forgotten what it took for us to get there. And then another point that I really love was how you shared about those little depleting thoughts of I'm not good enough or, you know, or whatever that was keeping you bound, but yet you overcame because you knew that God had a purpose for you. And so therefore, knowing that purpose and through your vulnerability, what happened? You stepped into your purpose out of the context of your own crisis, and now you're affecting and impacting women in a culturally and globally. I love that. So moving on <laughs> really quickly to the to a, a question that I wanted to pose to you is you already mm-hmm. kind of shared um, what it means to be an unlimited woman, which we just kind of discussed. So and you shared about your practice and how you kind of began that. So what drives well, you kind of shared also what drives you to be to empower other women to live an unlimited life. So when we are out in the world, what are some clues that uh, we can look or take, or if we are a woman that is living limited, what are some clues can we recognize that we are living a life that that is not unlimited in essence? Well, I think you have a couple of questions kind of wrapped into that one. So Mm -hmm. I'll start with something really clearly. Um, One other thing I want to share very, very quickly is I think sometimes you said it beautifully that we as women um, are out there posing, if you will, trying to show that we've got it all together. And honestly, I want women to hear there's really nothing wrong with faking it till you're making it. I'm one who believes in that very strongly because it'll help you keep going in the right direction. However, the other thing that you said that was so powerful is your willingness to also be vulnerable to admit it's not perfect, but I'm still moving in the right direction. God's not done with me yet. I'm not done yet. So keep watching me and you'll see me arrive to the next level that I'm going to because I've made. Mm -hmm. And so I guess the reason I say that is it was in 2011. I actually got laid off from my job and that changed my world upside down Mm -hmm. in a really huge, powerful way. And as I was struggling to find my life, because, you know, I really tried to get back to, you know, going to the same job I was, was working as a psychologist at my private practice and working on a college campus. And, you know, God closed closed that door, put a big old boulder in front of it, said, that door is now closed. You're never going back. You're now going to be an entrepreneur and this is the direction you're going in. Well, I was fighting it every step of the way. So clue number one to answer your question. (laughs) (laughs) you 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 can tell when you're living a limited life when there's this sense of dissatisfaction where there's this sense of unfulfillment if you're feeling um, resentment, bitterness dissatisfaction, unfulfillment in your life and you can't figure out why, then that tells you that there's a bigger purpose on the inside and there may be some limiting beliefs or thoughts or behaviors that are blocking you from going to the next level does that make sense? Oh, perfect. I love that. Because, no, I, no, no I love thing. that. Oh, no, go right ahead, Dr. Jackson. I can, I can wait. 
<laughs> this information is great. It's, it's totally fine. Let's go. Let's go back and forth. I love the dialogue. But yeah, it, so because I think so many of us as women, we unconsciously and culturally have been conditioned. Particularly, if I can be bold enough to say, particularly us as women of color, mm-hmm. we have been culturally conditioned yes. to not take the risk to actually go after our dreams. I know I was. It yes. took me a while to come back to my own truth and my own desires. And so that cultural conditioning basically said, if you had dreams or desires or needs or wants that were outside of the norm of how your family, how your community lives, then you've heard or maybe were, you know, kind of convinced to believe what you were desiring wasn't practical, wasn't logical, wasn't probable. And who do you think you are to even think that you could be a multimillionaire? Who do you think you are? could even believe that you could have your own house. And so what happens is we shut that dream down. Yes. We we ignore it. We abandon it. We self-abandon our own dreams and our own desires. And that causes this internal disruption. Like our body can't handle that kind of negative energy. Right. And that's how we fall into depression. We fall into anxiety. We fall into worry and doubt. That's how we fall into attitudes. Mm-hmm. You know, we get an attitude and our neck starts to roll and pop. Because yes. I guarantee you, any woman <laughs> who I see who does that, yes. my heart says, I want to sit her down. And I guarantee yes. you it's because there's a dream that's been oh, killed. I or I won't say that, that I, I refuse to believe it's dead because as long as she has faith in God, God can resurrect the dead. Thank God yeah. that God can resurrect the dead. So I'm like, it's not dead. It's just that you abandon it. Or you were you were convinced you had to abandon it. Right. So I'm here as a representative of God to speak to that dream again inside you to pull it back to life. Yes. And if it has to change, because maybe at five you want to be a ballerina, I'm like, okay, so you can't be a ballerina, but you can right. still be a dancer. There is no reason why you can't. You got two legs; they still yes. walk, right? Yes, they still move, well, right? No, not let's right go now, get you in yes. a dance room. <laughs> yes. That's right. Let's get you in a different. Let's say, well, I couldn't. I can't be a makeup artist before. Who said you can't? See, that's one of my, that was my biggest dream. Mm-hmm. My biggest dream was I wanted to be a cosmetologist. I wanted to create my own cosmetic line. And I was told no black person will ever, right. ever do something like that. You'll never be successful. Specifically mm-hmm. was told just like that. You should never do that. Right. And for some reason, I believed I should do it, so I didn't. Wow. Now, you know, 35 years later, because I'm not going to tell anybody how that really. Well, I'll tell you. I'm bold enough to say because I know I don't look my age. Oh, you I'm sure 51. Don't. I'm 51. Well, I look hey, good. I'm, I love how I look. You look good. You look good. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm tall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm tall. I've got an hourglass figure. I'm older oh, than who I am. This is, this is, I am tall. I'm 60. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You so, are tall. Um, <laughs> I am tall. <laughs> Most people think, you know, oh, she's short. Like, no, I'm tall. I'm, I'm, I, when people are like, oh, my God, I had no idea you were so tall. Like, yes. tall. Anyways, so that was an ADD moment right there. So let's no. kind of get back on track. <laughs> I, um, I always wanted to be a cosmetologist and have my own cosmetic line. Yes. Well, last year I decided... So here's another answer I'm going to give you to okay. your question. Mm-hmm. I decided that I am going to actually pursue becoming a makeup artist. Now, right. am I going to become a makeup artist out in the world? No. I just want to learn it for my own self. I love and it. then from there, I want to learn how to make my own cosmetic line. So I've already re- researched what company do I want to work with, what partnership. Wow. I want to understand uh, women's of color because that's really the uh, audience I'll probably be pursuing is how do we help women of color have really clear, beautiful skin Mm -hmm. that's empowering, it's beautiful, the the cosmetic line will have a message with it. That's that's the desire that I have. And so now these doors are opening because I've set in motion 
to go forward. So answer number one, outside of identifying, you know, I'm disappointed, I'm frustrated, I'm not satisfied. Once you figure that out and you realize that that's what's happening in your life, point number two is you've got to make a decision. That word decision to reach a definite conclusion. The word decision means to reach a definite conclusion. What shifted for me is I woke up one morning and decided enough is enough. I am not willing to continue to live like this. I'm not willing to settle for less than what God has for me anymore. I'm not going to do it. So the moment I made a decision, and it was such a powerful, spiritual, energetic, emotional decision, I literally felt my brain Yes. Because it was such a powerful thought yes. that had a powerful feeling and created a powerful emotion, and then I put a behavior behind it, everything that I mentioned earlier, what I've accomplished, came from that decision. Uh, After I no, lost my job, but no. I went through the mm-hmm. depression, and I went through all those issues, and I just woke up one morning, and I have to give thanks to God, because I know God mm-hmm. put a finger in my brain and said, okay, enough's enough, get up, make a decision, and do it. And I decided, mm-hmm. okay, either I'm going to live another 50 years this way, or I'm not. And I, I, I decided, I, I'm not willing to live like this anymore. Whatever I got to do to change it, I'm going to change it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to get your butt off the bed. Let's get going. Get that mind going. You've got a very powerful, strategic mind. Mm-hmm. Sit your butt down. Pray. Ask God to give you wisdom. And then do it. So I did it. Next thing I know. This is what you're going to do, Anita. This is what's going to happen to you. You're right. going to open up. Like, God just started to give me this download. Wow. I laughed at first. I was like, there in the Bible. Like, ah, that's funny. But mm-hmm. you know I don't like to be in front of a camera. And you know See? I don't want to be on the radio. See that? So you know I don't want to write if you had a book. Let's just go, let me go just be a therapist somewhere. It's like, right. no, this is what you're going to do. Finally said, okay, prove it. I'm, you know, I'm a little attitude with the Scorpio. And of course. Decided, okay, fine. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know. TV, radio, all this stuff just fell in my lap. And wow. Oh, my God. And now we're, now we're taking you to the next level. No, <laughs> but that is a, no, that's so amazing because, like you said, it fell in your lap. But we all know that that's purpose because why? You submitted to God. You submitted that's to your right. calling. And I think that's so that's relevant right. that we need to realize that when we submit to our higher calling and we submit right. to even our brokenness, that's when we become yes. victorious because we can't yes, keep yes, denying, yes, yes. you know, that we're not ready or we're not good enough. Right. We have to right. we have to embrace that. And that is not only my opinion, but that's a spiritual concept. God tells us in Colossians right. 3 to put off the old man and be renewed in the spirit of that's your mind right. over there in Romans 12 and right. 1. So until we, that was, girl. Yeah, until, until we learn to embrace, and I believe that that's, that's right. where that barrier is, is that we're so afraid that that pain is going over, to overcome us that we succumb to it versus allowing well, God again, to use that. You know what I mean? Go, well, go, go right ahead. And, and I, I totally agree with you. And again, I just, but before you even embrace it, you really do have to make decision is number one thing. Right. It's like I foundation. Love that. Yes. You right. have to you have to make a decision. You have to reach this conclusion on the inside. Right. I'm not willing to settle for less. Exactly. I wasn't created for less. I'm not willing to settle for less. That may mean doing something really hard like leaving that it. relationship that no longer serves you. I love that, that may mean making a decision to you love your family, but maybe your family's not the most positive family to be around. 
so you don't stay around them as long as you used to. Or if you feel like, for whatever reason, let's say the holidays come, you feel like today, I don't know if I want to be with the family all day long. Right. Instead, I'll just be there for a couple of hours. They may say, well, why are you leaving early? God bless them. Love them while they say it. And say, yeah. I came, I served, I said <laughs> hi, I kissed all y'all. I ate some turkey. I ate I some you know, um, collard greens. Yes. I'm out. See ya. And yes. You put your time in, go home, readjust, and figure out what to do next. And I then love you keep that. going. And it's so crucial. It's so crucial. You I think that's so crucial, too. Success. Well, I was going to say, you can't have success alone. It will not work. It. It's impossible it. it's to be impossible. successful alone. You have to be in relationship with other people. I've got, believe it or not, not only am I a coach to women, and I love the women that I'm working with, of and I'm looking for women who want to create a legacy, and I'm looking for women who want to make six figures, and I'm looking for women who are willing to do the work and they're wanting to show up. That's who I serve. That's I know, if that's you really right. want to create a legacy in your life, and you want to make a you want to live a luxurious life. You want to make good money. You want to leave a legacy. You want to fulfill the destiny that God has in your life. That I'm the one that's going to get you there. And, and I say that boldly because I know that I'm called to do it. That's what I'm here to do. So, oh God, it, and you have awesome. to be willing to work. Because don't come to me and say I'll do it and you don't do it. I'm like I'm not. I don't have the time. <laughs> right. Life is too short right now. I don't have time. But if you're serious about it, let's let's get this stuff started. Let's do it. Let's get this and, stuff started. Um, let's do it. Let's just get it done. It, you don't have that. much more time. No, and, I think that's it. Being around the right people. Being no, I think that's right a, that's important, Doctor Jackson. I really do. No, go right ahead. You're you're saying something very interesting. You said being around the right people, but you have to. At the end of the day, it's still all ties to making a decision. As you that's said, right. being around being that's around right. the right people, but you still have to make the decision to be around the right people. I told that's my right. yeah, I told my uh, son's. Um, girlfriend or friend the other day that I'm learning from them and I don't know how she took that but I felt that for me that was kind of freeing because a lot of us we avoid or we don't realize the importance of learning from your environment holistically taking the positive aspects of life and then applying that where you can in order to better yourself and then it becomes contagious and infectious so my next question is um, outside of you gave an excellent explanation. What does it mean? I saw where you believe in a woman should uh, self-actualize. So what does that terminology actually mean to your practice? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, great statement. Well, I can't take credit for the word self-actualize. That of actually course. came from Abraham Abraham Maslow, who was one of our founding fathers in psychology. He created mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. called the hierarchy of needs. And at the very yes. tip of this hierarchy of needs is called self-actualization. Yes. So self-actualization basically means a woman is able to see her good, her bad, and her ugly and see value in wow. every aspect of it. So if you're able to say, yes, I have it. So, for example, I'll use me as the example. Okay. Most people look on the outside again and say she's got it all together. She's right. really smart. She's probably never struggled. Nothing's ever really happened to her. And they don't know that as a child I was sexually abused. They don't know that I grew up in an abusive family. They don't know that um, I was sick as a child. They don't know that I was depressed as a teenager. They don't know that I made three suicidal attempts on my life. It's by the grace of God that I'm alive. I should be dead. They don't know that um, and each of those suicidal attempts got worse than the the next before, and yet every single time God protected me. They don't know that I had two years of battling with... um, 
major depression. They don't know that I had a year and a half of dealing with alcoholism. People think it's all glory behind Mm -hmm. it. But yet I've got this whole story behind me that says it's been hell. And yet, it's been hell. It's been hell. (laughs) Yes. It's been Mm -hmm. freaking. Then I, you know, I lost my job, lost my house, lost my house, supposed to marry, lost my life because, you know, they thought I was having a heart attack. You know, all I have a story. (laughs) Come on. Outside, but no one knows that I've got the same kind of crappy story that everyone else does, but wow. I made a decision. But I had a God who loved me, who Come believed on. in me, mm-hmm. and, and for me, kept saying, I know you don't like this, I know this hurts, but I'm not yes. going to give up to you. I'm still going to keep pushing because I'm you strong. Mm-hmm. And as much as I was fighting back, like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to yes. do it. It's like, I know you don't keep going. Come on. on. And then mm-hmm. somewhere somewhere in there, as I was crawling my way back to oh, life, mm-hmm. as I was crying my way through, crawling. as I was screaming my way through to the other side, and God knows I was, I kept moving in the direction of there's got to be something better. That's what kept me going. There's wow. got to be something better. And as I kept saying it, something in me got activated. The Holy Spirit inside me, my own spirit, my own calling, my own destiny, whether you call it God's source or spirit, got activated inside me, and I kept pushing. And eventually my crawl got to a walk. A wow. slow walk, but it got to a walk. Yes. And then my walking began to go a little bit faster. And as I got faster, more opportunities came in. More um, The right coaches came in. More yes. money started to come in. The newer decisions started to come in, and yes. everything started to shift. As I got to where I am now. Now, this last year and a half, I woke up and said, what's my real big calling? And the truth be told, I know I'm called to be at another level of Oprah. I don't need to be a celebrity at her level, like on national TV. I don't care about national TV. But I know I'm supposed to be a celebrity that says, for every woman of color out there, if you don't get off your little katushi, and I say this lovingly, to really finally make a decision, and that word decision again means to reach a definite conclusion that you are more than enough, that you are unlimited, that God's source and spirit has made you to be the very catalyst that brings about healing and transformation to your family, to your generation, and to this world, that I'm the one to be the mouthpiece to tell you it's time to do it. And if I you listen that. to me, and I don't mean that in a in an arrogant way, but I, said, but I haven't gone through all this hell not to help you get out of your health and so we can change this world together. You better say it. I know it's time. I know it's time. I am convinced. And so I decided, well, I'm called to be a multi, multi-multi-millionaire. Right. And until I made that declaration, until I said it to myself, and that's another key. You've got to tell yourself your own dreams. Even the Word of God right. says, um, oh God, bring it back to me. Um, educa- uh, uh, edify your own self for your own glory. You've got right. to edify. That word means you've got to encourage yourself. If mama, if papa, if boyfriend, it. if husband, if children, if they don't tell you that you can actually make it, then you do it yourself. And Come that on. means you have to work against the resistance of your own family or own environment that may tell you, no, you've got to make a decision again, regardless of what this says, my God says, my word says, my spirit says, my Come faith on. says, yes. You know what, Dr. Anita? I want to say that is 1 Corinthians 14 and 4. The one who go. speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but the one who uh, wait a minute, prophesies edifies the church. So I love that concept of what you're saying. What I really want to delve back into is when you were, I, I felt what you were saying. when you, It was like I was experiencing when you said I was crawling, I was reaching, I was doing yeah. whatever I needed to do. 
too. Family, that is so powerful. And I'm speaking specifically to the audience who will be listening to this particular episode. That is so powerful. I know there are so many people who have crawled and who have fought their way to get to where they needed to be. But right. how powerful is it to know that sometimes that crawling means you have to crawl out of your own way? So that God can well, let me make it more. Yes. Let me make it a Come little on. bit more practical. So, a part of the book that I'm writing was my is basically mm-hmm. my own journey, and I'm going to be very transparent in it. So, I'll be transparent here. Is when I lost my job mm-hmm. and I was doing everything to survive and keep everything. There came a point in my journey where, for the first time in my life, I got my car repossessed. Wow. Most painful experience of my life. Of course. And it was very humbling. I felt mm-hmm. a lot of shame, very humbling, because, you know, I had, it was a nice car, I had worked really hard to get it, and then here I am now, three years later, I'm not able to keep it because I couldn't get a job. Right. And I look back now and realize it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right. So I say <laughs> that because when I didn't have a car, that meant I had no place, I had nowhere to go. I didn't have the ability, the mobility right. that I had before. Right. That decision to break through this, I remember for a, it was about a good year. Yes. Where I remember that I, I couldn't stay in the house or I'd fall into deep depression and the, right. and the dark depression can turn into, you know, alcoholism of or, or suicide. You know, those kind of things can kick in when you're too depressed and you're not doing anything. So I, I was smart enough to know that when you're depressed, get your body moving. The reason right. why if you get your body moving, your body will actually start to produce the chemicals it needs to help you get mm-hmm. out of depression. I mean, mm-hmm. some other stuff. And I didn't have, I didn't have um, insurance, so I couldn't go to the doctor to get antidepressants, so I had to do it the natural way. Number one way to get out of depression, move. Get your body moving. So I walked. So I wow. remember, remember going, I need to get out of the house. I'll go walk to the library. Mm-hmm. And the library was a mile and a half in one direction. So I walked down this one street. It was on the same street of my house. Mm-hmm. I walked one mile and a half to the library and one mile and a half back home mm-hmm. every single day for wow. one year. I'd go to the wow. library and I would plan my life. I would sit there. I would research. I'd listen to audios. I would go on to different coaches who had podcasts like yours. Yes. I would saturate my mind i would read books i would write because writing is better than typing i would especially white paper blue wings that's a whole writing i was write things out i would write i would write i would listen i would talk i would walk that park because there was a park right next to the library i finally got a chance to meet people so i could leave my computer at the desk i they would watch my stuff i'd go in the park and i'd walk and talk to god as i was getting downloads i did it for one year until he started to give me very clear instructions of how to build my business Uh, i I felt like i felt like noah i was getting yes getting downloads of what to do. Wow. The reason why I'm saying this is when you're in a dark place and you make a decision, I'm getting out of here, start moving in the direction, even if you don't know what that direction exactly. is, just move in the direction of going, I'm going the opposite direction of where I've been. So if, 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 if I can feel a little bit better, if I'm depressed and what would help me feel just a little bit better, I can change the energy in my body and in my mind. Go mm-hmm. for a walk and when you're walking, look forward and, and look towards or look towards the sun. Guarantee you that's going to change your mind. Why? Biologically, your body starts to produce serotonin, 
oxytocin and yes. methendorphin. These are brain chemicals that help you feel better, of period, yes. just automatically. And then as you're walking, just saying, I am more than enough and I'm favored of God. I am yes. more than enough and I'm yes. favored of God. I am more than enough. And that's what I would say. I am more than enough. I'm favored of God. I am more than enough. I'm favored of God. And eventually other stuff starts, my spirit starts to give me other scriptures, other words, other statements start to come forward. So the next thing you know, I start having this long statement coming forward. And I just walked my way into success. I and I do it to this day. That. I still do it today. I love that. I love that, Anita. So we're, as we're wrapping up our show, this has been a wealth of knowledge. I have learned so much. We didn't even take a break. How phenomenal, because this show was really phenomenal. And the information that you were sharing, it was not necessary. I'm telling you, I really enjoyed this segment. So what would oh, be, okay. I, I, I'm, you, God really have used you in such a way, not only to, you, you're not going to only, your message is not going to just resonate to the audience. It has resonated in me. And I always try to make it a point to get whatever God is saying in each podcast also, because you have, we all have to be a sponge, right? So if you're speaking right. to that woman who is not quite at your level right now, who is the one who she's crawling and it could be a man and they're fighting and they don't know what to do. They're in despair. They're stuck. They're stagnant. What would you say to that woman or that person yeah. who needed this message in particular? 30, okay, 30 so seconds to six, you know, about a minute, seconds. minute and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Um, earlier on in the show, I said that faith comes by hearing. Yes. Or your belief system is developed by hearing. Get around the right people and hear the right message. So, for example, there are a lot of coaches and speakers out there, myself included, who have yes. podcasts, who have old radio shows, who have programs where you can just listen to their information. Right. And it could help you change the way you think and the way you feel. Right. Pay attention to what you're listening to. Right. Pay attention to what you're listening to right now. Because if you're depressed, there's a good chance you're not listening to anyone else but yourself. And you're right. playing the old tape over and over and over again. Wow. So you have to stop the tape and start listening to something different. Because that can change the way you think. Go right. to my website, go to Lisa's website, and just start listening to the right one. I've got a whole program that's set up wow. with tons of information I that people it. can sign up for. And just listen to, literally come back every single day and listen to a new podcast, listen to a training that I did, right. information that will support you in actually becoming an unlimited woman. And we welcome men just as well. I um, love that. If you want to find out more about that, that you know, how to get that. I have that information. Yeah, I have that information for our listeners. But real quickly, because we do have about an extra minute, I wanted you to share about your magazine and how you transition just real quickly. We have about a minute. I know that's not a lot of time, but I really uh -huh. wanted the audience to see that. you, Like you said, it didn't happen overnight. How did you get to that right. point where you were at the TV level and the, um, the magazine level? That, that's a really well. I, that's a really good question because um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. When I entered into the 
coaching entrepreneurial world, mm-hmm. I kept hearing everyone say, you need to have a blog, you need to have a podcast. And so in my mind, that meant everybody was going to do the same thing, have a right. you know, podcast and have a mm-hmm. blog and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the word blog and I don't like the word podcast. I just think they're low-level words. My right. personal, that's my personal opinion. So I decided, well, I'll do the exact same thing because I know that these things work, but I'm just going to give them a different name. So instead right. of me doing a blog or a newsletter, I decided to do a magazine. Instead right. of doing a podcast, I, I just it. called it a radio show and I decided to do a TV show. Why? Because right. there's the same exact principles of getting my message out there, just in a different format so I stand out. That's the only reason why I did it. That is so phenomenal. <laughs> but at the end of the day, folks, podcast is still rocking it out. Podcast That's is right. still rocking yes, it out. Yes. You know, like you said, God brings us messages and revealed to us what we are to do. But one thing real quickly I wanted to share with you in particular that you said that resonated with me too is that if you, when you are that person who getting around the right people so you can hear the right message, that is so trivial nowadays. And I think that's why a lot of us get off course is because we aren't hearing the right message. And then especially if I can attest to this, we're only listening to our own message and then we're putting our own spin and we're creating our own reality when actuality, you said something even key earlier, is that we can accept others' message but yet we can hear their message and take it on our own. Not every message or what people are saying or how our interactions are, are meant for us to take as our own. And then we spin it our own way. Right. We have to know, which is following God's guidance. And as you, you suggested, listening to the right podcasts or radio shows or TV programs. I love that. I am elated, family, to have participated in this show today. I know that someone was touched by this wealth of knowledge shared by Dr. Anita Jackson. Thank you for being here and discussing the unlimited woman four elements of releasing your limitations as well as sharing your wealth of insightful information with us here on the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast and as a reminder family stay tuned for our next exciting episode which you can find out more at www.iamlisanobles.com and remember you are you know what I always say you are a unique combination of experiences clothed in purpose strength and destiny thank you family for listening today and i will see you right here next time until then bye-bye Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Online at imlisanobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. And we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.